kind of nervous, bro. I need to be funny. <laughs> I'm fucking nervous. Someone's talking about you. We gotta do a three, two, one, bro. Three, two, one. Hey everyone. Hi. Welcome to Fucked Up Kinda. Welcome. We're really excited. I think we've literally been planning this for a year, maybe more. Yeah, we have been in the talks about it, and it's just every time we're together, we're like, we need a mic in front of us immediately. We're funny. <laughs> we got advice up the ass. Like, we're ready to go. We have trauma for days. <laughs> Bossy asked me why I'm funny this year, and I said trauma. <laughs> and then I just left the chat, and I didn't want to hear any more about it. Yep. Our- yeah. Until we talked on the podcast. Oh, yeah, literally. We got to su- save this stuff for the mics. Yeah. So. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Um, do you want me to start? Yes. All right. Um, my name is Vasi. I am 23 years old. I For some reason, I still think I'm 22. You did say that earlier. Um, I was like questioning myself. I will just always be 22 in my mind. That was my favorite age ever. Um, <laughs> anyways, I'm 23 years old. I work in marketing. Um, I grew up in Wisconsin, but I've always kind of just wanted to live in a big city. So I went to Loyola for college and I've just been down here ever since. Um, I travel all the time. I, like I said, have trauma for days. So really excited to get into all that. Yeah. Um, as far as work goes, I have a ton ton of experience relationships. I've had the most effed up relationships got shit ever. To say. So I have so much insight <laughs> on like how to navigate toxic relationships and toxic, specifically narcissistic men. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then other than that, like I'm only 23. So not that my experience is incredibly in depth, but I just have like a lot to offer. And I feel like mm-hmm. as much as we're going to be telling you guys a story, I feel like we're also going to be navigating like our lives together and like we'll be dealing things hopefully with you guys like as they arise and... It'll be great. So yeah, that's a little bit about me. Um, All right. You wanna yeah. So I'm 24. Got a ton more life experience <laughs> with that extra year. Only oh, one year. <laughs> yeah. So I am um, a chemist. So I'm. I got a little bit of a STEM brain, um, which is bad to be completely honest. I lack creativity. So this is gonna be my like creative outlet, and I'm really excited to explore that part of me. Um, in terms of Growing up, I grew up in the suburbs of Illinois, and then I went to Loyola as well. So that's where we met. Um, and then, in terms of relationships, I had a seven-year relationship <laughs> that started in high school and ended after college. So I will have a lot to talk about in terms of long-term relationships, and then becoming newly single and having to navigate that for the first time, pretty much in my life. So that'll be interesting, and hopefully, I'll be able to help people going through breakups that are. I mean, you've helped me so much. So like it'll be it'll be good in terms of that. Yeah. We both have a lot to say about that. Um, yeah. I think that's it for me. I don't really have much else to say about myself. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean I feel like like we said earlier, we're just trying to figure things out. And I think the main reason we kinda wanted to start this podcast is because we're learning so much like as we go. I feel like we both constantly freak out about not having our stuff together. Mm-hmm. And I know that like our friendship has been awesome because we have those like incredibly like deep and intellectual talks about like we what really to do, do next and like really talking through the crazy kind of effed up stuff that happens to us so I think we just kind of wanted to share like some of our stories Mm -hmm. and like just things we've noticed in our 20s and kind of like navigate it together and get in front of a microphone and share it with you guys so I'm super excited I'm excited too I feel like we both bring out parts of each other that it's just like 
some of the stuff you say, I'm like, holy crap, that's exactly how I feel. And I couldn't put it into words and vice versa. So I feel like for our listeners, that'll also be something nice for them to be like, oh my God, like I didn't think of it this way, blah, blah, blah. So I think I'm excited. I'm really excited. I'm like literally shaking. I'm so excited. And we're drinking our beers. (laughs) So if you guys want to drink along with us. Fun fact, we actually tried filming Mm -hmm. this once before and little did we know we both had COVID. So we watched it back. Number one, Courtney had zero voice. Number (laughs) like no voice. No voice. Um, So pretty hard to hear. Number two, we had like a plan of like what we wanted to talk about and what we like wanted to communicate Mm -hmm. and how we wanted to introduce ourselves and it just did not go that way. Like we literally talked about every single podcast topic that we brainstormed (laughs) in one fucking episode. Like it was ridiculous. My favorite part was we were like, we killed that. (laughs) After we were like, that was the best shit I've ever heard. Like people are going to be blown away. We're going viral overnight. It was so bad. It was so bad. I sent it to one of my um, friends and he was just like, you know, I think for next time, like, <laughs> you guys should really focus on, like, one topic. Because um, you gave so much great information so fast. And I was like, do we... I think we need to redo this. Yeah, so, so we don't have COVID. We, you know, slept more than two hours. Yeah. We're doing way better yeah. this time. Yeah. You can probably tell by our faces alone. Like, yeah. I don't know. But let's go over what we want to talk about in the future. Just kind of yeah. give everyone an idea of topics they'll be hearing and stuff like that so basically life in your 20s I think that's in a in a big city I think that's going to be main topic of discussion throughout the common theme I'd say I would say that like a lot of what's different from like our podcast that you probably haven't seen in other ones is that they kind of focus on like a specific niche and like really hone in on like one topic and then the subtopics like we're not really doing that so like life in your 20s is so broad and I think like from that you can get so many things so we're going to talk about dating. We're going to talk about work. Like, I know mm-hmm. there's no one I can relate to on work because they're just either older than me or not in the same field. So, like, we could kind of navigate through work together or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. But there's so many different parts of, like, being in your 20s. And yeah. Every episode is going to be something new. And yeah, think. Have some fun guests yeah. that we've already oh, had yeah. thoughts about. We have guests. Because I think another thing is, like, a lot of people who have like, you know, a girl's podcast or a guy's podcast, I think ours is going to be like a little bit of a mix. Like yep. we definitely want to hear like the guy's point of view from everything yeah. that like all the stories that we have and like, okay, like how do you and now analyze this and like how do, what does this mean to you? Mm-hmm. So I'm like really excited for some of the guests that we have. Yes. Come. Getting in the male brain. Oh my God. I it know. is so crazy to me. Some of the yeah. shit they think. Oh. I'm excited. <laughs> I have so many questions. We have. They're yes. so funny. I have so many questions for them already. Yeah, I know. I'm ready to go. Yeah. So definitely stay tuned for future episodes and like never expect the same thing. Mm-hmm. If there's any um, like conversation topic that you guys want to cover, like just let us know. Right. Um, but with that, our first topic is going to be how to like the transition between college and like the real world yes so that is honestly that was the most difficult thing I think I've ever done in life Mm -hmm. it was like the hard you graduate and then that's it like I remember on my graduation day I was awaiting the call for if I got my current job or not yeah like on my while I was at the bar yeah. Like, I was waiting for my call. So, it was, like, I think it was zero to 100, and I don't think anyone talks about how hard that actually is. Oh, my God. It's terrifying, because if you think about it, like, literally, it could be one Saturday night. Mm-hmm. You are blacked out at Beaumont's at 5 a.m. <laughs> um, if you're anything like me, getting drugged. And then... <laughs> 
Too soon. <laughs> too soon. <laughs> too soon. <laughs> and Trouble. then on Monday, like you could literally be starting work yeah. where you're going to be getting up at 6 a.m. every day and like have a commute like you do and then just starting this incredibly different life. Mm-hmm. And it's like how fast that happens. It can literally be in a day. And there's no one, there's no class I took to like prepare yeah, for that. Yeah, no. And like there's no so many. No one talks many, about it. There's so many conversations um, that like aren't said and no one really tells you yeah. before you get into it. Like I remember when I started my first job, how incredibly tired I was. So tired. I was exhausted. Oh my God. The Friday after my first week, I went to bed right away. I didn't yeah. even go. Like I wanted nothing to do with anyone. Or go out. Like, and no. that was my thing. Like in college, I feel like, I, okay, I'd like grind throughout the week, but I was always ready to like go out on like Thursday or Friday. And like I could do it all weekend. It's, yeah. it's a different breed when it's your job. A hundred percent. It was so hard to make that adjustment. I was like, I don't even want to go out. Like I literally want to lay in bed and just be numb. Yeah. Because it was just, it was awful. For me, I feel like the biggest thing was, I feel like I had, a, I still do, a little bit of an identity crisis. Oh like you God. know your college self so well and then bam. Yeah. And I know that's like a whole yeah. nother conversation, but I just think like if... You just graduated and you're struggling with the real world. Just know like this is completely normal. It does get better. I'd say like I'm two years out. I'm still struggling, but like it for sure is better. It does take a while though. Like that's super important to realize is like it takes if anything like six months to more. It's Mm -hmm. just a long time of just trying to figure out like, okay, is this normal or am I just adjusting? Yeah. Like you really have to have that conversation with yourself like, okay, does everyone else feel like this? Or is this actually like a problem? Because I know a lot of things like, I'm, yeah. like I'm not normal. Like I am not meant for work. Like I can't well, do Well, when you're on social media, not one person looks to be struggling. Yeah. Everyone just graduated is, I don't know. It just seems like everyone else is better off, but they're not. Just keep remembering that. That's, that's the issue I had. Even my mom was like, Courtney, you're just looking online. Everyone looks happier than you. Yeah. But they're not. And I was like, good point. And it's true. Like, yeah. working sucks. It just needs to be said. It it sucks. I This is actually so funny. So in, I went to therapy, or I go to therapy, so fun fact. And on Wednesday in my appointment, like, she, I was complaining about work. And she was like, well, like, what do you want in a job? Like, what is what is the end goal for you? Like, what is it going to take for you to be like happy in your job? And I was like, I honestly just want to find like a job that is like my passion and it doesn't feel like work. Like I'm just going to be happy. And she was like, newsflash, like that's never going to happen. Like Mm -hmm. nobody likes to work. And I was just like, I was crushed. It is sad. I was really crushed. Like a lot of people don't like what they do and like it is work. Like Mm -hmm. I am going to like to hold out on the hope that like one day I'll maybe find something where it's like I don't have that like constant anxiety and stress but like for now it's like that's something I just have to like accept Mm -hmm. otherwise I'm gonna like drive myself crazy so like accept that you're not gonna like work because it's work yeah you know it's hard especially when you major in something that you think you're passionate about for four years and then you get in the real world and you're like this is not what I expected yeah I just wasted four years it's just why are we asking 18 year olds to pick what they want to do for the rest of their life that's a question I will never have the answer to but I'm a drink to that. <laughs> Literally. And then like if it comes the time when you're like 21 and it's your last year of college and then you're like I I don't like what I'm doing. Like I didn't pick the right major. It's like you can't really go back yeah. unless you want to like get yourself in debt. Yeah. So it's like I think we trap like 20 year olds especially like mm-hmm. in this like constant mindset that like you have to make it work. And it's like a yep. really hard pill to swallow. 
Um, but I think the first thing is like admitting that it's a hard pill to swallow and then like going from there because that wasn't something I was prepared, prepared for is that 99% of the time, like you're not going to like your job and yeah. like you're going to have anxiety. So mm-hmm. like, just know like if you haven't gotten to that point, like it's going to come, but it's like, okay. Yeah. It's definitely okay. I just think you need to be honest with yourself for a while. I was like, okay, I just majored in science for four years. I'm going to like it. I'm going to tell myself, I'm going to keep fighting it. I like it. I like it. And recently I'm like, I hate it. I just, I, I'm like, no, I, I have a science brain, but I, that doesn't mean I have a desire for it, you yeah. know? But, yeah, I mean, on a different note, <laughs> Jesus things God. will get better. <laughs> we basically just told them you're never going to like your fucking <laughs> You're job. never going to be you're happy. You're miserable. <laughs> you will never like your job, but hey, oh, it gets better. Some, some people like it, right? Uh, I know. 1%. Maybe this will blow up and this could be your job and we don't that's the things that pisses me off about some podcasts i'm listening and i'm like you don't know struggle (laughs) (laughs) just kidding podcasts are hard but (laughs) this is fun isn't it (laughs) why are you not having fun (laughs) but yeah we wanted to talk a little bit about friendships after college too in in that transition because it is different i think that's probably the hardest transition just because like people you thought were going to be your bridesmaids or in your lives um forever Mm -hmm. like I feel like when you leave college like you grow and some people just don't grow with you and that's like really hard because I'm so sorry can you mute them yeah I can mute that (laughs) this is awkward um anyways like there's people who like won't grow with you and it's really hard because you can love them with all your heart and be like I I just, like, have nothing but respect for you. But also, like, you're not going at the same pace I am. Your or, like, priorities yeah. are different. You realize that people have different values than you. And, like, oh, now God, yeah. that it's, like, in the adult world, like, that actually matters. Mm-hmm. College, like, whatever. You're fun to go out with. We can put all that aside. Like, when right. you grow up, like, it's hard to, it's harder to put it aside. It is. And in college, you're on the same campus. So you're kind of in the same vicinity at all yeah. times. And then when you graduate and you move away... You have to kind of put more of an effort into seeing them and reaching out to them. Yeah. And sometimes that just doesn't, it doesn't work out how you thought it would. Yeah. And luckily for us, I feel like we graduated from, from a Chicago school and then we all kind of stayed in Chicago. So we yeah. do have that going for us. But like most people, they move away. Like if yeah. they went to like a state school and they all went different ways. I know my sister's going through that. It's like really sad to watch, but like. If you really care about your friends, you're going to make the time and effort. Yeah. But what we wanted to focus on is when you do grow apart and, like, you do have different morals and values and focuses and stuff. And how to, like, accept it. I know for me, um, I feel like in college, like, I was really good friends with you guys, right? Mm -hmm. And then I had, like, some other friends, too. But, like, I didn't really have, like, a friend group, right? And then when I eventually did get one... I just felt so, like, anxious and uneasy all the time. So, like, navigating, like, the adult world after being in, like, a mean girlfriend group yeah. is super hard. Like, I remember thinking that, like, everyone was looking at me weird. Everyone was, like, talking about me. And, like, that wasn't just an anxiety thing. Like, they actually were. Yeah. Um, which was, like, heartbreaking to, like, find out. But then, like, af- like for me, this is, like, a good thing. Because after college, I was just like, I don't need that. And, like, that was the end of it. That's good. And it didn't really hurt. But there's closer friendships where it's, like, it truly, like, it's, like, a dagger in your heart. Yeah. Because it's just, like, I don't want this to end, but, like, 
we can't make it work. And I feel Absolutely. like you know a little more. Yeah. About so that. I lived with a girl for five years. So she was my freshman year roommate. And then um, I feel like the whole time we both kind of knew that we had different main focuses in our lives, but we loved each other anyway. Like it was like sisters in a way where yeah. you're like different, but you know, like you love each other, whatever. Yeah. And then once we graduated, I think we literally had different values. I valued my friendships and she just didn't. So I think you just need to recognize like it's not hate. It's just a difference, difference yeah. you know. And I think that hurts less because, I mean, when you're best friends with someone for so long, it's hard to be like, oh, we don't speak anymore. Yeah. But it's like I think she just got in with the wrong crowd and then – I'm sure, I mean, I'm sure it goes both ways, but it's just hard because, like, you're going to experience that. Like, losing yeah. a very, very close friend is very, very hard. It's, it's like, in a way, like, a form of, like, heartbreak. Yeah. I know, like, I used to have people in my life I talked to every single day, and, like, one day it was just, like, fizzled out. Yeah. Because um, we were so, like you said, so different. Like, mm-hmm. every belief we had was just incredibly different. Yeah. And... Like, you never really, like, get over that. Like, I'll still see their, like, stories and stuff. And I'm, like, I'm happy for you that you're having, like, a good time. And, like, I want you to... Like, I still check up on them. That's good. But it's just, like, it does hurt because it's, like, you don't necessarily, like, want it to be over. Absolutely. But, like, neither of you are going to fight for it because you know it's just different. It's just different. Yeah. There's no way it would ever work. And for me, it's, like, I just started giving the effort that I was getting and that's where it ended. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like I was just putting in so much work. And then once I matched the energy, yeah. that's where it just kind of fizzled out. Yeah. Which I'm going to start doing more often in more of my friendships. Because yeah. I feel like a lot of the time I'm giving so much effort and I don't get any back. Yeah. And in 2022, we're matching yeah. energies. Matching energies. We're matching energies in 2022. And I feel like that's where you're going to find your equal. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's honestly just kind of setting that like boundary um, with good friends like hopefully you don't have to like mm-hmm. they'll act how you do to them and vice versa and they just have that like respect off the bat but a lot of people like don't see the world as you do and so I think like the hardest part about it is like I forgot who's telling me this maybe my therapist maybe your friend but like who knows um there's probably only gonna be around like one two three four maybe five people in the world who like see it as you do um and like those are the people to like really like cling to and like keep in your life and then people who like maybe like you get along with but you just you don't see the world as you do like those are people that like yeah you can have around but like there's there's no point to like get so upset when they don't treat you how yeah like you treat them it's just like it's different and like that's okay but then there's also going to be people where it's like you get along with like everything's like just different and you clash and like instead of being so upset about like, not being able to make it work with that person, mm-hmm. you kind of just have to step back and be like, then I don't need you in my... Like, yes. it doesn't make me feel good. Even when we do have a good time, I'm still worried about impressing you or, like, those differences. Like, the right friendships, like, you'll just... Mm-hmm. I can't Im- ever imagine fighting with you. No. Like, it, it would be so weird. <laughs> it would be, it so, would be weird. so weird. <laughs> <laughs> That's the, the hard part about transitioning from college to the real world. In college, you're, you have a huge group of yeah. friends. You're in a sorority. You have all these girls. And then it's, like... It's weird because someone had to tell me it's normal for your group to get smaller. Yeah. Because it's weird because it's like, is it me? Am I the issue? Why am I losing all these friends? But it's not, you're not losing friends. You're just, 
focusing on the growing up you're growing up yeah. that's exactly yeah. and it's like it's hard because no one talks about this no never and you're like is this normal and i will say like to add on that because nobody talks about it i feel that a lot of people think just because like someone who used to be your best friend isn't in your life anymore that you have to hate them or you have to be mean to them or like no yeah like that is not we're canceling that like it's like you're different i'm different i'm not saying like you're necessarily right or i'm necessarily right like we are just have two different mindsets and like i can still support you Mm -hmm. like i can still like be there from you from a distance but like it hurts me to like be incredibly close to you because like we just clashed yeah like that's okay like i don't get why people have to get so mad about it and then i also see people who are like cling or like still latching on to those friendships and trying to make them work but then they're like shit talking these people behind their back i'm like if you're talking okay if you are older than 23 years old and you are still talking about your friends they are like don't be friends with them like i don't get why people like waste their energy on it at this point. i do not understand i think they're just scared to be alone yeah i don't know i don't know but it's just not doing it just don't like Girl, worry about your 401k. Like, Miss girl, <laughs> get your shit together. It's for investing, girl. What's an NFT? I don't know. I gotta Holy figure it out. <laughs> We're not shit talking friends. We're investing. <laughs> that, okay. Seriously. I'm not kidding. I'm not gonna lie, that's the funniest shit you've ever said. <laughs> okay, let's see. What are we transitioning from college to the real world relationship edition? Oh my Obviously, God. we're going to talk about relationships a lot on this podcast, yeah. and I don't want to go too in-depth right now, because I feel like everything yeah. could be a whole episode, but a college relationship is completely different than a real-world relationship. Because yeah. I, I think a lot of girls, they dated some crappy-ass frat boy in college, yeah. and now they're like, is this how love is? And I'm yeah. here to tell you. Can you tell them? Because I don't know. <laughs> it gets better. It gets, no, like, I know we said work doesn't get better all the time. This gets better. Yeah. It gets we have better. one thing going for us. It gets better. But no, um, I think kind of starting off about how dating in general and just talking to someone is so much different. Because, like, if you're talking to someone at your school, like, you have to worry about seeing them oh all my the gosh. time. And it's like, you don't necessarily have to put an effort to see them and spend time with them. Like, sometimes it just happens. Like, You'll run into them at a party. True. Like, they'll be at the same pregame as you. You'll see them in the dining hall. Like, you'll be on a walk and they see you. And it's like, oh, like, by the way, like, we should hang out tonight. Like, it's so much easier to spend time with people in college. Yeah. And you do have a lot more downtime. In the real world, when I... I'm just speaking from experience from friends and listening to them. How much effort these people put in to getting a fucking drink on a Wednesday night with someone is ridiculous. Like, people (sighs) plan, like, a month and a half. And I'm like... How? Like, you can talk about that, right? I mean, <laughs> I just think it's getting Why are you right. drinking so fucking fast, girl? Because now we're talking about <laughs> dating. <laughs> I don't, I actually, I feel like I have been pushing off dating, so I really can't speak to experience in terms of that. But from my friends that I've been seeing, it's, it's a whole ass thing. Like, you just got yeah. off work for eight hours, and now you have to go meet a stranger. Yeah. And it's, I feel like people also battle, like, is it too soon? Is it too serious? Like, where should we meet? Like, I want to, like, show them that I'm an adult. So, like, maybe I'll, like, wear something a little more professional and go, like, instead of running out in my fucking crop top Exactly. Meeting, yeah. yeah. It's just, like, different. There's different 
things you have to prioritize and worry about. So bad. And I feel like because it's so nerve-wracking to do so, like, a lot of people just don't go on dates. No, like, exactly. Some of our friends are, like, date like date yeah. whores in, a, in the best way. Like, going out on dates I'm proud time. of them, yeah. But a lot of people just, like, really struggle with, like, figuring out, like, what's appropriate. Not not appropriate, but, like, what, what to do. Like, what is the normal way to act? But I don't think anyone fucking knows. No one knows. Yeah. No one talks about it. Literally, no one knows how to date in the real world anymore. Like, let's be yeah. honest. No, and I think, like, the best advice is, like, everyone's kind of figuring it out. Yeah. Anyways, meeting people is so different. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like in the real world, it's just confusing. It's more confusing. I feel like yeah. in college, it's like, okay, we're going to either date or just hook up. And there's, like, a gray area there. Yeah. But in the real world, it's, like, more serious, I'd say. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people are looking for, like, someone to date. And if they're not, then it's just kind of, like, a lot of people yeah. feel weird about it. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying it's not right to, like, just want to live to have fun. But, like, it turns a lot of people off. And I think that intentions are a lot, like, lost in translation a lot mm-hmm. of the time. Like, it's really hard to figure out someone's intentions. Yeah. And when it's different, it's just, like okay, well, this is awkward, like, just ghost. And then you don't really get any closure on the situation. That is so true. Ghosting in the real world is way easier. Yeah. Because in college, like, you are going to see them. Yeah. You can't really ghost someone. But here, it's such a big city. It's like this random guy I met at a bar and I hit it off with. I don't ever have to speak to him again. No. You know? So it's like that you also have that aspect of transitioning into kind of in and out more, like... yeah. A guy here, a guy here, a guy here, a guy here. Yeah. You got more options than a college campus. Oh, yeah. Which is, like, fun for you. It is. I can't wait to talk about both of our Hinge experience and, like... That has to be an episode. Just, like, dating in Chicago in general. Yeah. Like, meeting guys at bars. Um, yeah. Her boyfriend's my wingman. <laughs> These two are... Ins- Can we talk about New Year's Eve Can we talk second? about New Year's Eve? I think it's the funniest thing ever. So, um, to preface this with... I am dating a golden retriever. I think it's fair to say. She is. Like, he's just so funny and, like, the sweetest person in the world. Mm-hmm. And he, we were previously long distance for two years. Um, and, like, we're just now, like, so he just moved back to Chicago. So, like, his first goal about moving back to Chicago was not anything with me. <laughs> it was to find someone to double date with, with Courtney. So, finding Courtney a boyfriend. So, the first time we all kind of went out together, like, since he's been back, is New Year's Eve. And... <laughs> We had, him and I had dinner together the night before, and he was like, bossy, for the next six months, I'm going to be conducting research and finding Courtney the perfect boyfriend. Like, literally have this woman take a personality test. Like, I, <laughs> see, I didn't know it was for that, but I did after I took it. <laughs> yeah. So, New Year and New Year's Eve comes, and he's like, Courtney, like, we're going to match you with someone, and Courtney's like, go for it. Like, go find yeah. someone for me. So, Anthony disappears for one thirty minutes. Yeah, he said, tell Vossi I'm going hunting. 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 This man's a menace. (laughs) And he kept going up to guys and being like, hey man, are you single? Like, they're fully thinking he's hitting on him. They're like, no. Like, I'm, or like, yeah, I am single. He'd be like, all right, come with me. And would literally be holding them, like, arm in arm and bring them (laughs) over to our group and be like, Courtney. Dan, Dan, Courtney. Here's the like, thing. I when I think of like let me be your wingman. It's like we'll go up to a guy together, or like yeah. he'll be like pointing like, do you got, do you think that guy's cute? He did not ask me any questions. I had three bachelors that he brought up arm in arm. I was 
almost peeing my pants laughing in this guy's, in every guy's face <laughs> because I just could not believe he was dragging men by their arm to come meet me. Like, I, so I feel it's like a fever dream. we'll be doing that probably at every bar we go to <laughs> until I find my man. I don't think I'll ever hang out with him. He'll just be gone hunting the whole time. <laughs> but it's just incredibly different. Like the guys you date in college are nothing like the guys no. in the real world. Like, they're mature. They're more mature. I wouldn't say they're mature. They're more mature. Yeah. They're more... Well they're just rounded. not in the college mindset. Yeah. I feel like men in college, they think like, I'm here to do oh, the college experience. And so they're like hurting women and yeah. not not physically, but like, you know, breaking up with girls and cheating on girls. And yeah, um, I mean, vice versa for girls, I guess. I would play both sides, even though I don't want to. But... Yeah. I just feel like men in the real world, like, although they're still doing that stuff, it's more just, like, they don't have that, like, excuse of, oh, we're in college, or, like, they're just yeah. older, and it just makes a difference, I'd say. Yeah, and I feel like when people are kind of, like, in the real world, they don't have time to, like, play you as much. Like, so don't get me true. wrong, there's still so many fuckboys. So many. Um, when you graduate, but you will find a bigger selection of guys who just, like, have don't have the time to do it mm-hmm. um, and act that way. So, like, they're more ready and willingly. Like, they just, they got it all out of their system. Like, in Please, college. I really hope so. Yeah. I So, since we're talking about dating, I have a theory or hypothesis, whatever the, you tell me which I got you. The you science me in me. One, you, you, you know, you let me know which one's <laughs> applicable here. But the best people to date are people, like, expired hoes. Like, people who hmm. did it all in, my opinion. I know, people I'm ready. who, like, did it all in college. They, like, got it all out of their system and, like, kind of, like, come to it on their own where they're like, okay, like, I'm ready to date. Like, I did it all. I can like, see that. You know, like, to me, like, the best relationships I've had have been with men like that. And, mm-hmm. like, not that, like, in order to get all that out of your system, you need to be a hoe. But, like, when I say hoe, it's just, like, had a lot of, like, time to be single and be themselves and, like, figure it out without, like, the weight of someone else because they just, like, are who they are without, like, the influence of someone else. You know, a guy who dated a girl all of college is probably, like, so heavily influenced by that girl that they're not really, like, truly themselves and they don't really know who they are. So true. You know? So, like, sometimes those guys who just spent all that time alone doing whatever they wanted and, like, coming into their own... Like, just have it figured out a little bit more. You just blew my mind. You, at first I was like, I don't know. And then I'm like, wait, absolutely. Yeah. Because if you think about it, like. They did what they wanted to do. They made themselves. Yeah. Like, when I met Anthony, he was like, I just like, to be honest, like, one of our first conversations, he was like, to be honest with you, like, I'm just ready to like, be in a relationship. Like. Wow. And it's, that's that. Like, I didn't even know about anything in his past at the time, but he was just like, you know, I've like been single and alone for like four years now and. I, like, did everything I needed to do. Like, mm-hmm. and I'm just, like, ready to be in a relationship. And I have, like, I have never looked back since in the form of, like, trusting him. Because it's just, I, like, I, yeah, out of all I those girls or all those stories and all that he has done, like, he chose me oh. day one and just was very upfront about those expectations, you know, and, like, what he wanted. So it's, like, that you find guys like that after college. Wow. I think for guys it's all about timing in their life. Oh, yeah. It really is. Yeah. And for girls it's... I would say all about the person. Would you say that? Yeah. Like, it just, like, yeah. depends on the person, not really Girls the need it, too. Girls need yeah, it, too. I like, I, I think every girl should kind of have their time. A hundred percent. Whether it's in college or after college, to kind of just be like, all right, this is who I am without the influence of a man. Like, yeah. And kind of coming into their own. It doesn't have me to right be, now. It doesn't have to be <laughs> hoeing around. Like, you don't have to be doing 
anything scandy, but like you can, like, you know, true that. But I just think it's important to like be alone and be like, this is like who I am. And then it's also a good time to like set your expectations for what you want in a guy. So you know, true. And you're not basing it off of like, well, I hated this. Well, I guess you could, but you're like, I don't know. You're not comparing as much. Like, you're just like, this is what I want. And it's a combination of every guy I've date, or dated in the past, yeah. every guy I'm seeing now, which just like things I liked and didn't like. And like, now this is what I want. And that's that. Like, you don't really have to like look back and be like, well, my ex did this, blah, blah, blah. You exactly. Know? Like, it's just a combination of your whole history. I love that. Thank I you. really think I want to dive deeper into that on one of our episodes. I really like that. Our idea. checklist episode. I have a checklist. I can't oh, wait to talk about it. I need it. to make my checklist, yes, I guess. Yes, we will. We will make your checklist. But that's going to be a whole episode in itself. I really so. liked that. That was good. I think you've done a really good job of trying to not let your past relationship affect your current one. And I know yeah. that that's been very, very hard. I think it's hard to trust someone moving forward if the person you did trust before really, really messed you up. I know I'm going through yeah. that as well. Um, I just got I got to start trusting men more, like giving them a chance. You know what I learned though? What? Like, I remember, you can probably attest to this, like after um, my college boyfriend and I broke up, I was like... I'm never going to be able to, I told them to his face. I was like, I will never trust someone again because of you. Mm-hmm. Like, I will never love someone the same or trust someone because of, like, what you did to me. And then, like, when I met Anthony, I was like, I I didn't even I think, trust question you. it. Yeah. I didn't even question it. It was just, like, a gut feeling that, like, I feel like I, like, know you and I trust you. And, like, I've never looked back since. So I feel like people need to stop not that anyone does this or you do Mm -hmm. this but like being like I will never have this again I'll never have this because like the right people and like good-hearted people will just be authentic right off the bat like there's no game I think that is exactly what everyone is saying though and I think you're the perfect example like you give me hope daily basis from like because I I know I've come to you and I've said that exact thing like how will I ever be that close to someone again like how will I ever open up how will I ever trust someone and like just everything you say about like your past relationship to your current gives me like hope and so I think like listeners like you need to really like because I know we've all been through this yeah really like take her advice and run with it because like I know I have been so and here's how I kind of look at it is like you know your relationships are separate like at first I remember Mm -hmm. after I broke up with my ex, I was like, I'm going to carry this, like, experience with me to every other relationship I go, and, like, I'm going to permanently be messed up in the head because of this, and then eventually, I just, like, kind of let go of that mindset, and I was like, no, like, Mm -hmm. everyone deserves, like, a separate shot, like, uh, are there certain things I won't do anymore? Like, yeah. Are there certain things I won't allow anymore? Yeah. Like, I know how to respect myself better, but, Mm -hmm. like, it's also not, like, Anthony's job to, like... Yes deal with that and like try to like heal me like that's so absolutely that is 100% my job and I think that just kind of having that expectation for like yeah like I can totally meet someone else but still like heal like I know we talk a lot about how we're over the people we dated but like sometimes it's hard to be over what they did yes and there's perfect way to put it there can be both and Mm -hmm. like me and Anthony talk about it all the time I'm like like, I literally just feel sick about that. Like, yeah. I can't believe that happened to me. And he's like, dude, I know. Like, and the, we can do, like, just imagine being able to bond with someone over that. It's great. That is nice. So I just think having that, like, open communication about, like, what happened to you in the past 
um, but not letting it affect like your current relationship because they're separate. Like he didn't do that to me. Ugh, you know. Well, good way to put it. I really think like everyone needs to hear that. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, it helped a lot. It does. It's like I won't take that shit anymore that I did yeah. take before. Like you're just like you got to learn from it rather than keeping it with you. Yeah. Like l- like grow instead of like hold letting it hold you down. That's yeah. what I'm trying to do at least. But it took me a while, you know. Yeah. But I remember my. This is just something I want to share, like, along these lines. Like, one time my therapist, like, we were kind of talking about, um, like, the things that had happened. And I was just like, er, no, we were talking about how Anthony went somewhere. And I, like, was like, I wasn't mad at him, but I was just, like, super anxious Anxious, about it. And, like, I told him that. She's like, well, why did you tell him that? And I was like, well, because I wanted to be, like, 100% honest on how I was feeling. And she was just like, um, fuck, what is she? I had it all in my head. Oh, it's okay. Now I lost it. (laughs) Oh, she was like, well, you don't have to tell him how anxious you are in order for him, like, not to cheat on you. Like, he just, if he's a good boyfriend, he just won't cheat on you. Like, and that's just, like, under, that's the baseline. Like, you don't have to tell him Damn. that. He just shouldn't do that. And I was like, well, if I don't tell him, he won't know how nervous I am. And then she was like, so you have to be nervous for him to not cheat on you? Like, how does that make sense? And I was like, therapists are good, aren't yeah, they? like, incredibly <laughs> honest. I'm like, okay, <laughs> thank you. But... I that's think that's point. another, like, important thing about, like, navigating a new relationship after college and after you've gone through something, like, so traumatizing or severe. It's just, like, you, the right people just treat you right and that's that. You don't have to ask them for anything. I do not need that's, this. That's what a concept, right? That people don't, you don't have to ask people to treat you right. Oh like some people just I need more beer. Do you want me to get you one? Keep talking. I'm going to get more beers. Okay, everyone. Okay. Uh, yeah, so on me spilling my beer, oh, I think shit. that kind of wraps up what we wanted to talk about today. But like with that, like happy new year. Yeah, happy new year. Um, we hope you guys are like as excited as we are. I'm sure this was kind of a shit show, but I mean, it'll get better. <laughs> yeah, we'll get better. So yeah, just take 2022 as a new start. Um, work on yourself and don't let anyone get you down. Do you get that off of was the coffee mug? <laughs> Sought at home goods. What the fuck was that? <laughs> We're supposed to get more viewers from this. <laughs> Dude, sounded better in my head. Self love. What did I um, say? You sounded like Debbie Ryan. Rangers. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Anyway, so don't listen to Queen. No. The the messaging was good. It's like it's a new year, new start for everyone, and like we're really excited to talk about what comes up for us in this year and like yeah we definitely want you guys to like dm us um like either different stories you want us to like talk about that we can give advice to or different mm-hmm. like topics you want to hear anything yeah dm um, us anything and we'll probably post like um what topic we're going to be talking about so that you guys can ask us specific questions about it yeah so that way we can yeah. answer your questions or and stories i feel like everyone has like yeah. crazy stories that i want to talk about in here and yeah anonymous of course yeah but, um, <laughs> and thank you all for your support so far. I mean, all 15 of you have been fucking I've gotten some texts like, we're going to have a listening party. I'm like, okay, say less. <laughs> Interesting vibes, but say less. Okay. Um, okay. You're like, it is family, but like, <laughs> relax. <laughs> um, yeah. So thank you guys all. Um, our website's definitely going to be coming out shortly. I think we just kind of want to get a little more content yeah. and yeah. stuff like that. So thank you. And We will see you guys later. Yep. See you next time.
Bye, guys. And then you end it. Happy New Year. <laughs> We're going to go drink. Three. Wait, whoa, whoa. Three, two, one.